Hey, so Evan, I know it's my turn to start the intro, and typically I'm supposed to do a joke, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm coming up blank. My coffee hasn't really kicked in yet this morning. Can you just laugh as if I've said something really funny? And I swear I'll go back in and I'll edit in a really funny joke at the beginning here. Uh. <laughs> is, that, is that the laugh or is that the refusal to laugh? I don't know. I I was I was really rearing <laughs> up to give like a very boisterous, over-the-top guffaw. I almost expected a really big-bellied laugh, a real jovial, yeah, guffaw. <laughs> oh man, like um, at, like at Christmas when you would laugh, and that was my favorite thing that you did. I think the entire vacation, <laughs> like a maniac. <laughs> You're not gonna do that now, are you? Do you want me to? I would love that. <laughs> Should I act like I laughed at my own intro? <laughs> <laughs> That was a great intro joke. I'm sorry to laugh at my own intro joke, but it was so good. I know that one room over, Empty Sam is shaking her head and, di- and dialing a divorce lawyer. Oh, <laughs> oh I also messed up my, my microphone because it went way down to compensate for that. Hey, we're the Scooby Dudes. Yep. Enjoy the episode. We're two best friends here to talk about our favorite meddling kids and their dumb dog, too. And uh, this week is a very, very, very special episode. Oh, man, so special. You guys have been waiting for so long for this episode. Uh, there's been some delays. There's uh, we, we hit snags, but we always deliver when we say we're going to deliver. And that's what this is. By the way, I'm Luke, and that's Evan. And we are not going to spend any more time laughing uh, at with each other we're just gonna start the episode (laughs) when it goes like raucous and rough i hate myself luke i just promised them Two dudes talking about Scooby-Doo. Two dudes just like you. Unless you're a lady, mm, this show is for ladies too. If you're LGBTQ, we are your Scooby-Doos. Okay, uh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, go to the. Uh, we're start. So, so now we're starting. So as promised, very, 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 very special episode. Very special episode. Um, in that it's another normal episode with Luke and Evan, just another straight down the middle vanilla Scooby Dudes episode. It, it is a Q and A, but it is a Q and A where Luke and I are lobbing cues at one another, and then and then Spike and A's back in the other direction. Uh, so we have not really built up a lot of questions and answers, or or questions rather. We have stipulated something, however. Yeah, and listeners, we got your feedback. We, you want less preparation, that's what we're giving you. We're coming into this really, really nice and raw. And there, there is one stipulation, no? Shake your head. Uncooked. There is one big stipulation on these questions. Uh, since some of them are going to be off the cuff, some of them are going to be real fresh. They have to be related to Scooby-Doo, because that's what you listeners expect when you tune into the Scooby-Doods. This is a Scooby-Doo podcast, so we would be remiss to not uh, discuss... The TV show that is sort of our, our podcast name is a play on words. You looked on. so unconfident on remiss. It was like it was. Did I, did I use it that was right? like it was a different language. You did use it just completely okay, just, right. Oh. Usage and oh. pronunciation spot on. <laughs> Listeners, you might not have noticed, but the look Evan gave me. 
As if he was stepping into the abyss. Oh, man. But we would be remiss not to uh, not to give you the Scooby-Doo content you want. So, Evan, I, I mean, do we need to say anything more? Can we just start giving each other questions related, of course, to Scooby-Doo? Of course. Again, we are going to be asking Scooby-Doo questions and also, I guess, responding with Scooby-Doo answers. May, may I go first? Uh, please. Evan, what is the Scooby-Doop, <laughs> if you would? Wow, we're... <laughs> Not a, not an episode will go by. Uh, the Scooby Doo. Let's start a, start out with the basics. I believe it is a gag of sorts in which uh, Scooby Doo and Shaggy typically are the ones who enact it, where they create a scenario of sorts with the monster, uh, where the social pressures are so great that the monster is forced to comply. Absolutely. Typically, Scooby and Shaggy use this as an opportunity to get away. I'm I'm gonna sneak in a follow up question, Evan. What would be a Scooby Doo? For this episode of the podcast that we're doing right now. For this episode. This episode, which also means we have to decide on who the villain is we're trying to get away from. You're definitely the villain. (laughs) And you're trying to get away from me. How do I do that? (laughs) And these questions. Um, I think think maybe it's, um, I guess there's a little bit, this is sort of a a Scooby-Doop that needs to be set in motion from from years in the past so so maybe huh. uh i so in in this scooby doop i uh, i move with my parents to thailand and then i meet uh i meet you uh at a yes. at a at a christian international school and my this sounds eerily similar to the to reality <laughs> and my dupe is that uh and my dupe is that we are good friends oh, no don't do this don't do this seven and uh and and we actually become very very close uh no. you are uh no. you've really no. fallen for this ruse no. uh we no. even end up uh, attending the same college together no man no 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 Put don't your do it shirt man. back on no i can't take it man no uh anyway i i don't think i need to what what happens is i eventually you're pouring water on yes. yourself wake up luke wake up from this nightmare <laughs> Uh, eventually, we graduate from college. We are still, again, the guy. We're working under the guise that we are good friends. We decide to host a podcast Please together. Make this diverge from reality. And then, uh, almost, almost fifty episodes no. in. No, no, no. Um, I then reveal to you uh, that that this was a joke all along, and I then and, and then I then I leave. That's no. If I put your headphones back on, come back, come back. No, no. He's just joking, listeners. He's just duping me. This is the Scooby Doop. Good, good answer, Evan. Hey, listeners, he had a good answer to that one. This is uh, huh? Do I do I hear a little activity? Evan, Evan, it's a good joke. <laughs> good, good one, man. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. Uh, is that your question? That was would it... be the scoop. That is the correct answer. You have two points now. All right. So um... now I've stolen. I've stolen two questions. What? What is? What's one of your questions related, of course, to Scooby Doo? Of course, this is a question that is related in some way to Scooby Doo and the gang. <laughs> um, what Rowan Atkinson vehicle, the or 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 franchise or or film or what have you? would be the best one to cross over with Scooby-Doo, and how would you do it? This is a brilliant question. 
This is just plain a brilliant question, but let's run down the options to start. I mean, the two big one, biggest, of course, is Mr. Bean. No, no, uh, the Lion King. The Lion King. That's a Rowan Atkinson were, vehicle. Those were Zazu movies. Those were Zazu movies. They were designed. They were built around Rowan Atkinson. At one point, when ninety nine percent of the movie was made, and they were just waiting to plug in Zazu's lines, Rowan Atkinson was going to pull out, and the movie was not going to finish. It was not going to theater. I mean, it's Mr. Bean or Johnny English are the two big ones that come to mind for me. It's got to be Mr. Bean, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. It's almost like I knew what your answer was going you to be. You kind of just wanted, yeah, that there was only one answer. So you know what I'm going to say? Johnny English, actually. No, 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 no. No, it's no, Johnny no, English. No, 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 no. Specifically, Johnny English Reborn. It's not even out yet. <laughs> John, what was Johnny English 2? That was Johnny English Reborn. That was out. Or it's still it's, it's still coming out. No, Johnny English 3 is coming out. They're making a third one? They're making one? a third one, what? man. Oh, it really is a franchise. I'm not even ashamed. I'm, I'm barely ashamed to say that I'm very excited to see three. Of course you are. You really like Rowan Atkinson. I love Rowan Atkinson. He's, he, Rowan Atkinson is amazing. My question, I, I like yours again, Evan. Um, if Alan Rickman were alive... Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, there, it, was, it was like you, I had packaged my questions. Oh, sorry. So the follow-up was... Uh, the first one was which Rowan Atkinson vehicle or franchise. The second one was how would you have the two crossover? That's how it's Scooby Doo related. How would I have a crossover with Johnny English? My final decision. No, not Johnny hmm. English. That's a tough one, but I made my call. Are you okay? Really? No, definitely not. It would definitely be Mr. Bean. Okay, thank you. I wanted to torture you with this, but I can't do that to myself. Monsieur Legume, as they like to no, say. No, you're <laughs> kidding me. <laughs> no, please tell me. No, no, no. I'm just making that up. I, thank you. It, it, thank you for not effing with me in return for me not effing with you. I feel like we're meeting. I the... think, though, I think it would be Monsieur Haricot, which is like green beans. Mm. Mr. Green Beans. Is that the kind of bean that Mr. Bean is? Oh. Well, this is becoming dangerously unrelated to <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Let's get it back to this. How would they cross over? I think for me, it's really like which Mr. Bean set piece um, does the gang intersect with. And the school fair is one of the most memorable ones to me. You know what? I have almost no recollection of the school fair episode. I've seen almost all of them many times. Like, most of the ones I remember are him, like, in his apartment. Ooh, or... I saw those ones so much later, but I love those. Or him, like, uh, making a sandwich. I think that was my favorite one. Ooh, making a sandwich on the park bench was brilliant. Or him, like, riding home on top of his uh, car. That one is incredible. Just I, the logistics of having that work. Yeah. Like, the, like, filming it. You know what? I feel like it has to have a piece of that. That and uh, maybe going out with his girlfriend. That was also a big thing for many of them. Oh, the the chickeny, the chickeny wow. woman? Wow, I, Evan. I say, okay, hold on. Not hold mean phone. enough. I, Chickens are too pretty for what she looked okay, like. Okay, whoa, you scale it back. <laughs> um, the thing is, it's funny. Uh, I Later in life, when I was in high school, we had the Disney Channel in Thailand. Hmm. And because of that, I almost have more exposure to Mr. Bean the Animated Series than I do the actual live-action stuff. Interesting. I remember you told me that once, and I have very little exposure to the Mr. Bean Animated Series. Funny enough, because I watch a lot of cartoons. I never went back. It's very, it's very true to the character. And they draw his girlfriend like a chicken. That's why I said <laughs> that. She just has those mannerisms about her, I guess. Yeah, I mean, she, she plays that. She's done up. I mean, she's, uh, it's like make down instead of makeup or whatever. I don't mm -hmm. know. I feel like the, if it crosses paths with Mr. Bean, 
it's um really it's a London episode where just a lot of different Mr. Bean set pieces are proceeded through in the course of the mystery. So I don't think there's one that you can anchor it to. We're gonna see his bug. But do they do they team up? They they do team up. Yeah, or are you saying he's like the villain? <laughs> oh, that would be so funny though. If he was, do we know he's the villain from the start? Or is he, uh, like, we find that out at the very end and he's helping them throughout the episode? Yeah, I think he's helping them and he's also the villain. And he just, like, is bumbling. He just puts himself in these ridiculous scenarios where he's, like, scaring people. But he doesn't realize it. He doesn't mean to. It's completely unintentional. The only, um, the only other aspect I want to see play out at some point, like, just a final twist at the end, is that it was actually Teddy all along. <laughs> Through Mr. Bean. Like, obviously, it's still Mr. Bean, but he's making Teddy do the things. Oh, man, that would be very funny. Um, I think the the one question, just to cap this off, because this has turned into a little bit of a discussion, is hmm. how does Mr. Bean converse with the gang? Um, he, dude, he talks to Scooby, who translates for him for the gang. Oh! Um... Actually, I don't know about that. That sounded great in theory, and now I'm like, how would that look? That would look weird. <laughs> yeah, I kind of regret <laughs> reacting so strongly. As soon as the words left my mouth, I'm like, wow, that went from genius to stupid. And I immediately lauded said genius. <laughs> it's just like, as soon as it hit the air, it oxidized. Um, but I think, I think the gang understands him like Scooby. They repeat the things he says for the audience's benefit. Because uh, he's not a mute. He just speaks very rarely. And, and like, in an extremely mumbled back-of-the-throat kind of kind of way. I don't know. I don't. It's been a long time. I just feel like that voice you were doing was very nearly very offensive. It was about to be. I didn't want to go. I, like, I didn't know what was about to come out. It's like a randomizer. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's, that is the Mr. Bean episode, which I would love to see. This is almost a prompt episode, so we got to switch topics a little bit. What was, or if Alan Rickman were alive, would be his favorite Scooby-Doo character? Wow, that is a question. What would be Alan Rickman's favorite Scooby-Doo character? I want to say Shaggy right off the bat, but because they both have long faces. And you know, <laughs> he's, you know he, that people like other people who have similar face shapes. That is a way of saying that, <laughs> a way of expressing that. I, I imagine this is like a police commissioner after a shooting of an unarmed man. Well, look, people like people who have similar faces, and they're scared of people with different faces. I think the majority of my knowledge of Alan Rickman as a person is his relationship with the child actors on Harry Potter. It's a positive, non-sexual relationship. I feel like I need to state. This is a, like, as far as we know, very wholesome and very supportive. Um, and he, he quite liked them. He thought they were very funny. I think he had a little bit of a soft spot for Ron, or um, whatever his name is. In a totally clean, wholesome way. Yeah, again, in a non-sexual, non-predatorial way. Yeah, um, and uh, and Ron, we, oh man, why can't I remember? Rupert, Rupert Grint. Grint. Oh, wow, that was wow, in the nice. sink. Both at the same time. Neither of us gave that to the yeah, other I'm listeners. I'm very impressed. And I think, I'm going to edit that so it was simultaneous. Please do. <laughs> Um, and I, he appreciated Rupert Grint being kind of like a... Goofball? Um, yeah, a goofball, a little mischievous. And I think that Shaggy embodies a lot of those same qualities. So I think that hmm. Alan Rickman, for that reason, face shape aside, would like Shaggy. 
I like that. I think that's completely true. And you've also pulled really the one thing I know about Alan Rickman, like the things I've seen him in outside of his film appearances. But um, he's missed. He was a favorite. Here's my question for you. This is very Scooby-Doo related. Ooh, um, lay it on me. You know how Scooby and Shaggy construct those very large, we've been calling them Dagwood sandwiches. Mm-hmm. If you were to construct a Dagwood sandwich, can you name three to five of the layers of that sandwich? Three to five layers. Does that mean there are like between four to six pieces of bread with yes. things in between them? Okay. Correct. Three to five individual like basically sandwiches to make between the bread. Closer to, well, closer to five because three okay. is like three is just a step above a club. Well, let's start out with the bread, of course. It's sourdough, it's toasted, both sides, obviously. Um, a little bit of mayo on the top and the bottom, the very top and the very bottom. Uh, you know what, I think I'm gonna go classic BLT style, but with a couple of twists. So each layer is gonna have um, bacon and uh, lettuce. The center two layers are gonna have tomato. Um, I'm going to have a little bit of basil pesto Ooh. with some, uh, some like, uh, just toasted minced garlic maybe mixed in there a little bit. Of course, there's going to be some, like, Himalayan sea salt sprinkled in with that as well. And that's really the main sauce. But again, I've got the mayo on the outside. Maybe a little touch of chipotle on the outside with the mayo there. And, um... And I think that's it. That's my whole, that's my Dagwood. It's just... My mouth is actively watering. <laughs> As I was describing that, I'm like, oh, I've watched just enough Shokugeki no Soma and Guy's Grocery Games to actually make an appealing little theoretical thing. The one thing I would add is a little bit of avocado. Oh, avocado, you're right. It needed something extra like that. That sounds like a delicious sandwich, mm. and I do think that... Oh, and sorry, really quick, it's romaine lettuce. And, oh, sorry, a little bit of arugula. Oh, two different leafy greens. I'm into that. Yeah, you've got to d differentiate a little bit, yeah. Very nice, very nice. Uh, back to you. Uh, conversely, oh, I, sure. I reciprocate the question to you. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, Dagwoods are your thing more than they're my thing, I think. I've never made a Dagwood, though now I might. I've made hefty sandwiches, but once you add more than two pieces of bread, they become very unwieldy. That's really heavy, and that's a lot of bread in one bite. But what would it be? Um, I, I had already sort of been piecing together what my answer would be before I even asked you. I want a layer of mac and cheese. Not a thick layer, but like just a little bit of mac and cheese. I like the, it gives you a cheese component and I guess it adds more carbs. Are you looking for the mac and cheese to soak into the related bread or are you like toasting it like a patty individually? So it's kind of oh, contained. Dang. No, it would have to be bread because this is a sandwich. You and want I think it to once soak you, in there, yeah. I think once you use other components in place of bread, it's still a sandwich technically, but less so spiritually. It's it's a it's a thin and a thin layer because I still want to be able to. Thin layer, I don't want to yeah. unhinge my jaw, and I think I'm going for kind of like a classic southern barbecue sandwich because I want like a I want pulled pork. Oh I yes. Want brisket. Ooh, two meats. And then I want like a really nice coleslaw to sort of cut the fattiness of the meat. Ooh, get into the slaw for me. Break that down. Uh, so so more vinegar based. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know you like vinegar. Acidity. You're a you're a Ooh, mommy. a sour boy. <laughs> I'm a sour patch kid. Oh, you did it. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I'm not going into too many embellishments, uh, but that's ooh. what I'm thinking is a really nice... No, dude, I nice, like this a lot. Uh, it's it's a southern barbecue multiple decker sandwich, and it's just... And I... And um, well, I need a crispy component. I think... I think... 
in the spirit of sort of like southern food, maybe branching out a little bit, uh, one of the layers would be fried chicken skin. Ooh, like yes! Deep fried chicken yes. skin. Yes, now you've got a little bit of that salt in there along with the crunch mm. component. So it's it's like it's like the bacon, but it's it still provides That's that salty, crunchy, perfect. crispy component. That is a beautiful sandwich right there. The only question I think we both have to pose is: Is there a toothpick with something on the toothpick on top of our sandwiches? Yeah, I don't like olives, so it wouldn't be an olive. I love green olives. For me, I, it doesn't even have to match the sandwich almost. But I, yeah, I would throw a good old green olive on there, on the top, with a little red pimento in it, of course. What is a small item in southern cuisine? Just a pig's eyeball. <laughs> so it's a staple in that, in southern it's a, cooking. Yeah, it's a st- southern staple. Ma, pass me the pig. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, why did I do that? A southern gentleman. Yeah, like, oh, give me the, some of that mint julep tea with uh, just a few eyeballs I in really it. wish I'd go, gone with southern gent and not, like, extremely <laughs> offensive. Uh-huh. Was it extremely offensive? Were you okay? Ooh. I think what I said was very dicey. Um, I regret Ooh. it. I apologize. <laughs> we'll see what makes it to the final cut. But, oh, I like that. We This episode has got a lot in it already. We've got a little, we almost did a prompt. We just had a little uh, little recipe game in there. Um, I have another question. Mine are all bad. Uh, if the Monopoly slash Pringles man was real and pansexual, who would he be most attracted to in the Scooby-Doo game? You are... Including all tertiary characters. Honestly, the worst. You're asking the worst <laughs> questions. The Alan Rickman one, I only liked because I thought my answer was good. I thought it made me look better. Your answer was great. You elevated that. And I didn't like that you made that a good question. So I have to dig deeper. By which I mean go lower. The pansex... So much like much like J- J- uh, Janelle Monet. Like that. I would much rather this question was about Janelle Monet and not the Pringles slash Monopoly man. It's not. It's about the Pringles slash Monopoly man who are the same person, by the way. They're not. Okay, well, fine then. Now you have two questions to answer. No, 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 no. They're the same. They are the same. They have always been the same. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what's your... (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, he's wealthy. Oh, so you think he wants a person of class. And he's pansexual, so... I think that's the thing. He's wealthy, but does he want someone who... Uh, exists within a similar wealth bracket, which would be like Fred or Daphne, or does he want someone who's a little bit more down-to-earth and who will help ground him? In which case, I think he'd want Fred. But Fred is also... Sometimes he kind of comes from money. Uh, that's true. He's he, They're all kind of well-off, with the possible exceptions of, like, I mean, Shaggy and Velma, I don't think, ever really come from money. They're just middle-class at best. I kind of want to say, and this is maybe characterizing Mr. Monopoly Pringles more than I should be, mm-hmm. um, but I want to say that he did not come by his wealth, or rather his wealth uh, is also ill-gotten gains. Ah. So so he's he's cutthroat. He's Machiavellian. I thought he, you were going to say looking... he's a self-made man, but you're saying he's a baron. He, he, he got to the top by stepping on the backs of his peers. A robber baron. Um, and as a result... I think that the relationship of greatest profit would be Velma because she's very smart, uh, and he would be um, he would be wedded to her, to sort of um, as it would benefit his his empire. You know what? I think you're right. I think he's cutthroat. Even if we view him as a captain of industry rather than a robber baron, he's gonna want Velma. 
Correct question. I think you got that. The only possibility is if he came for money, if he didn't make his own wealth by whatever means, I think he wants Daphne. Interesting. I also like that you made him pansexual, and we both went for the women of the group. Well, look, here's a third possibility, because we've said, what if he is a self-made man who wants money? What if he came from money? What if he just wants a hot side piece, all physical? He's going to want Freddy. That's a, You know what the thing is? Mm-hmm. Outside of Velma, my other number, my other high pick was Scooby Doo. Dude, I didn't want to say it, but my other high pick was Flim Flam. Oh, because worst. Flim Flam's a huckster, and Pringle Man is a pervert. But I didn't want to say that. Now you've drawn, you've demanded I reveal it. It's out there now. Is it weird that I think that I think that uh, the Pringles? man and flim flam is so much more reprehensible than the pringles man and scooby doo it's not weird i don't think because scooby i think is an adult he's an adult for a dog Mm -hmm. but there is i mean like bestiality is messed up for a reason because like an animal's ability to consent is wow hot takes hot takes over here (laughs) i'm doing some hot anti-bestiality takes i know that's a huge cross-section of our demographic I mean, most of our patrons are absolutely into that crap. Don't I mean, say that. Don't you take don't don't do that. Take, take absolutely. Also, don't say any of these people. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We'll tell you their names at the very end. Um, I think uh, I think we've said. Oh, and if the Monopoly Pringles man wants someone who just makes him laugh, it could be Scooby or Shaggy. So I think we've sussed out that question. Thank you for dignifying that. We really, we, we wrung water out of that stone. We, yes. I, uh, I want to say that I just spoke to the stone, but I got a little frustrated and I struck it with my staff. Okay, here's, um, here's a question. What would you rather see? And this is, and I don't have a lot of knowledge coming to this, and I am literally coming up with this question on the fly. Would you rather see... Or in the in the event where the gang from It's Always Sunny and Mystery Incorporated switch places, which would you rather? Which one of those places places swaps would you rather watch an episode? So of? it's not that they're joining forces; Correct. it's just that they're swapping around. Do I want to see the Mystery Inc. gang in Philly, or the Philly gang in uh, Mister in uh, the Scooby Doo world? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Oh, man, I really want to see both sides of it. It's For me, it's going to be unsatisfying if we don't have cuts between the two of them. You can only choose one. But I can only choose one, which makes it a great question. I'm going to say I would rather see the Scooby gang in Philly. Not just because this is a Scooby podcast and that's where my priority should lie, but because the world of It's Always Sunny is so well-defined. What do you see them doing? What do you see them doing in Philadelphia? They're definitely going to sports games. Shaggy is definitely dressing up as the green man. I mean, you don't know, I, I know you're not a big Always Sunny fan, but like they're just, they're putting, it's kind of like Mr. Bean. They're on a tour of classic Always Sunny scenarios. Are they, in this scenario, is the gang all legal drinking age? Because from my understanding, there's a lot of drinking on It's Always Sunny. They, because they, they still run the bar. That's the Always Sunny gang's thing is that they run the bar and the gang does take over and runs the bar, but they're all, like, there's no reference made to it, but th- none of them drink. Interesting. Or if references are made, they're really in passing. Somebody's like, hey, come on, have a drink with me. And Fred's like, I'm all right, thanks. And then just, like, keeps going. Just, like, very polite, 
No, thank you. I took D-A-R-E. I guess you also... I guess that didn't have to do with alcohol. In D.A.R.E., they said, get smashed, don't do drugs. They they passed out Miller Lights in class. Uh, th- I think that was a good answer. I, th- I think that's a great question. Either way, I'm very eager to see it. But, of course, either way, I want to see both. All right. Right back at you. It's your turn. All right. My turn for a question. Uh, why don't we do one more each? How about that? And then, and then we'll wrap this up. That sounds good. Yeah. All right. One last question. My question is going to be a good one. <laughs> so you had best buckle up because it'll be here before you know it. Is it here now? No. But give it a moment. Ah, the question is just a little further off. Would you rather oh my gosh. that Scooby <laughs> did voiceover narration for every episode of Scooby-Doo? <laughs> <laughs> like like Fight Club style or like Blade Runner style or, or like, like Veronica Mars yeah, or something. like one of those or <laughs> Damn, I'm even getting laughs out of 50 cent for that <laughs> <laughs> or Alan Rickman narrated every episode of Scooby Doo with voiceovers honestly the worst you, you sully the good name of this podcast <laughs> you spit on the premise of this episode I did my best to make sure we didn't get a good name but all I can do now is work against it now that we have it um, but which would you rather, Scooby or Alan Rickman? They're, bo- they're both narrations. They're both they're, they're frequent, voiceovers. heavy voiceover framing narrations of the pot of the the show. Ready, So like that's how the episode would start. Yes. Sorry, was that your Alan the Rickman? Mystery Inc. Gang. Oh <laughs> no, that's good. Not not too bad. No, now I'm going into Werner Herzog territory. <laughs> I'm not going to try Alan Rickman. I won't do him that injustice. But which would it be? Would you rather Scooby do it or Alan Rickman do it in a Wes Anderson style? He never appears in the episode. We just hear him and recognize him. I think him. it has to be Alan Rickman just because it's more um, comprehensible. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Okay, uh, sorry. Real question. Alan Rickman or um, Keith David? Oh, but doesn't Keith David have a very broad range, though? He does. I feel like Keith David can do a bunch of different voices. But he does Keith David as Keith David. What's Keith David's best known role? For me, it's the Flame King. Like the Fire King from Adventure Time. But he's oh. de- it's definitely not most people's best known role for him. But that's the one that like he comes to mind immediately for me in that. He's also the president in Rick and Morty. I really like Keith David's voice. It's a very nice voice. So Keith David or Alan Rickman? I think Alan Rickman because Alan Rickman sounds spookier. Yep, I think. And I think you want a spooky narration. I think you're right. To Keith David's range, if he was doing spooky, I think he'd be a contender. But I just want to hear Alan Rickman. Thank you for dignifying that question, too. That was, I mean, I think once you add Keith David to the mix, uh, it becomes a much more even, worth answering question. Scooby's, it should have been like Scooby or Flim Flam, oh, including in non-Flim Flam episodes. Anyways, that's my last question. I know I squandered it. Whatever. What's yours? I really like my question, and I like it so much, I almost want to save it for a more high-profile guest, but I will ask you regardless. Mm. Mystery Incorporated, and, and one of our listeners asked us this, Mystery Incorporated, are they ever explicitly stated as being American? I believe they are. I believe, uh, Coolsville exists in the U.S. of A, as does Crystal Cove. They're American teens. If 
Scooby-Doo were to take place in a different country, what country would you choose? Well, I mean, first of all, it doesn't make any sense to me that they would not be American because they all have, like, broadcast American accents. Right? Sure. I guess, whatever, okay. Um, if they, sorry, what was the question again? They're not American. In this alternate universe, Mystery Incorporated, they're not a bunch of American teens. They are teens from a different country. And, and and that's like their home base. Like that's where all of these episodes take place. Whenever they jet set, maybe then they're going to the States. But otherwise, they're mostly in and around this country, this country of your choice. Did you bring up a world map? No, I'm sorry. I just was okay. picking up something for reference. The obvious choice is British, I think, because that keeps them Western. It keeps them white. Um, it's, I mean, like, it changes the least. And there's existing detective stories in in England. I, like that's. I think the. I, I think part of the question is, do you want them to change the least? And that's the thing is, I do want them to change. If we're jumping over somewhere else, let's. If it's a one-off parallel episode, kind of like we had in uh, that one Be Cool Scooby Doo Christmas episode, I think it works. Here we've got a bigger opportunity, and so. The Scooby Gang is all from Botswana, in the style of the number one ladies detective agency by Alexander McCall Smith. Oh, that's uh, that's my answer. I think they they're all going to be. Isn't from that Africa. what your grandparents watch? Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Why do you know what my grandparents watch when I've never talked to them about this? It's the number one ladies detective agency. I saw like DVDs in their basement, in the basement where they stay. I, then I guess yeah, that is a, a TV series. I think, or it was at some point. Um, but yeah, and it's, I've read a little bit of one of them, and I like, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, uh, it had a cool tone and cool setting. Botswana. That's a good answer. Yeah, and I just, I really like reinventing the gang from that culture, and them all being true to their characters, but us getting to see them in that culture, which I, to be honest, don't know all that much about. I would say that the two safest answers are, without a doubt, um, the UK, and then, if you want to change very, very little, Canada. Oh, that's not even... That doesn't count. Another one that I think would actually be very fun, and this is, Mm. I guess, technically Western, just because of the centuries of colonization, but Australia. Ah. Wow. Like, I actually... I would actually love to watch Mystery Incorporated, where they all have Australian accents. I would be over the moon for that. The the only thing I, I would offer as a jumping off from that is Mystery Incorporated New Zealand, I think would work really well with the PG tone of the game <laughs> and like everything is so perfect and nice works with the stereotype of New Zealand. Um, another suggestion, Mystery Incorporated Hawaii, where they're all Islanders. Oh, so they're all, um, they're all Pacific Islanders. Yes. That would be a lot of fun. I, I really like that, like, if, if it was, like, Mystery Inc. and, like, Hawaii Five-0, kind of, like, you sort of mush those together a little bit. Um, yeah, I like that. And I, I like it with them being Pacific Islanders because um, they we get a cultural difference there, but w- there's still an easy entrance into Western culture. And tourism is always going to be a big factor, which it always is in Mystery Inc. Often is in Mystery Inc. shows. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think it's underrepresented not even under well represented just underrepresented like um group of people so i i think that'd be that'd be very very cool you know what i this is building into a scooby series i want to see which is like the scooby multiverse every episode is a different version of the gang there's no reason especially considering that there are like comic like 
Scooby comic books, there's no reason that the multiverse thing hasn't been opened up. Where it's like, oh, in this in this universe, um, Mystery Inc. is all dogs and Scooby-Doo is the human. <laughs> yes, and you know what? That's the one live-action episode. It's Homeward Bound style. Oh, man, that'd be so funny. If but the thing is, like, I love that premise so much here's the thing would it be would it be scooby-doo as a man so scooby-doo is a buck naked human (laughs) right see that's one interpretation and the other is that he's a man with four dogs it becomes a lot weirder like he 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 drives around in his van and he just has four dogs with him at all times but they're like scooby-doo intelligence dogs where they're still like gets turned away from hotels a lot i like to think that like almost all the rest of the world is made up of dogs like he rarely ever meets another human and when he does it's a hot female (laughs) he's immediately so thirsty for of course or or like a very large like mean gruff human oh yeah oh and there's like a a bluto style human you know what i want to say the only other creatures in this world are mostly dogs and humans there are no other species and the gag Scooby would have with, like, a mouse or a rat or a crab, he has with other humans, where, like, he sticks his <laughs> nose in here. And that human, like, bites and someone, it. someone pinches his nose, yeah, like and that. he's all like, ah! <laughs> like, And this is just one episode of the multiverse series. Can we just say the one last question? What is this multiverse series called? Like, the Scooby-Dooniverse? That, that sounds too much like Dune. Multiverse though, Incorporated? Mystery Verse. Incorpor- Verse has to be in there somewhere, right? Mm. Oh! Oh! Oh, I, I know what it would be. It would be called... No, no, no. It would be called Multiple Dimensions. Oh, yes! Thank you. I really like where this uh, this has landed. I'm, uh, I'm glad we ended with that and not my other question of if Mr. Rogers were alive, which Mystery Inc. character would he be most attracted to? When did Mr. Rogers die? When did he die? Yeah. Too soon. Fred Rogers. Let's look it up. Let's let this be the final note of yeah, this Yeah, we're going to have episode. to wrap this up before the outro. 2003, age 74. He was so young. Yeah, he was not old. You know who's older than that? A lot of people. <laughs> I don't know who. <laughs> no, no, you got it. That was the answer. Jeez. <laughs> you now have the worst question of the episode. No, I still do. I was going to say Bill Cosby. Isn't Bill Cosby older? That's the note we want to end on, huh? <laughs> they caught him. They did it. We did it. We did it, gang. If Bill Cosby were pansexual, then he would have raped a lot more people. Oh, good. Welcome to the outro <laughs> portion of the episode. All right. So, Luke, um, I know that you're the one who edits this podcast. Yeah. But pretend I said something really, really sad. And if you could cry right now to sort of indicate that I said something sad. That'd be great. (laughs) I'm not sad. That makes me happy, that sick, effed up thing you said, dude. I'm glad that happened to those people. (laughs) Say what? (laughs) It was just going to be a sad thing. You know what? You're going to. Edit whatever you want and post. Um, welcome to the outro portion. You're a villain. No. You know that? You're a villain. You're... That is exactly what would happen if someone would pretend to be crying in a movie or a TV show and they would start laughing maniacally. I just watched uh, Batman Ninja, the 
hour and 45 minute computer animated movie that should have been 45 minutes tops. Oh, that's long. It was so long and did not need to be that long, but there was that exact scene with the Joker in it. And it was really well done. It made me realize I can't cry effectively. Like, I have a really realistic, believable, emotive, dramatic laugh that, uh, frankly, is like Oscar worthy. But my tears are at best Emmy worthy. Man. Well, humility is the soul of wit. And here we are at the end of the episode. Evan, it's been a fun one. Sorry, was that a question? Because my answer, undecided. Evan, it's been a fun one? <laughs> I, I definitely had a lot of fun. I think we answered some much-needed questions, and we stayed on brand the whole time. Yeah, we talked about Scooby-Doo because that's what we do here on this podcast. On the Scooby-Doods. Do you want to get more Scooby-Doo-related content from us? I, I know I do, and I even just did it. Where can people get more Scooby-Doo-related content? Well, Evan's going to rattle through them for you. Twitter.com slash the Scooby-Doods. Facebook.com slash Scooby-Doods. Also, go to our website, www.scoobydudes.com. Excellent. And HTTP colon slash slash. I think oh, sorry, add, is it just one? add an S. Uh, Ooh, HTTP. So that it, it is secure. Secure. Make sure you see the padlock. Next to the yeah, web address, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you know you typed it in right. Uh, Scoby dudes, we don't have that, and that is vi- that will infect your computer immediately. It's it's just malware. It's malware central. Yeah, we do own that. <laughs> we do. <laughs> oh, so we, we, you, that information that we've been stealing from people, how's that working? Yeah, that's working out really well, man. We've got yeah, like a lot of got a lot of credit card credit card a numbers. lot of credit card information. I'm using it to uh, yeah uh, create iTunes accounts. Yeah, yeah, we've and, been we've been like. Uh, installing keystroke loggers on people's oh, on people's computers. Absolutely, man. I'm uh, the, the big thing I'm trying to find right now is people who are cheating on their spouses or yeah, girlfriends yeah. or boyfriends. That's right. And then we can blackmail them. Yeah, we no, can blackmail no. them. And and then maybe if they want, they can send us a, send us an email at <laughs> scoobytudespodcast <laughs> at gmail dot com. Uh, and tell us what you think of these kind of outros. Do you want more of this kind of content? Let us know. We do take that kind of feedback seriously. Um, and of course, write us a review on iTunes. If you write us a review on iTunes, give us five stars. We'll read that review on air. And by we, I mean Evan. That's right. Uh, lastly, this podcast would, I mean, look, this podcast would still be created. Luke and I would be poorer for it were it not for Nature Box. Thank you, Nature Box, for sponsoring again. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that not this one? Thank you, Lisa Mattresses, for sponsoring. No, not that one. Casper Mattresses. Sorry. Blue Apron for... (laughs) You are rattling all of these so quickly. There's so many natural ones. We get support from none of you. Don't buy those products until they support us. If anything, what you should do is go to patreon.com slash scoobydudes and become one of our donors because uh, these people get a lot of content, not so much this week because we really did well, well, they were going to get regular content. Hey, the biggest reason to donate to us on Patreon is that that money helps us keep the lights on on this podcast. It lets us keep producing it. Most directly, the money goes to original title card art that we commission every episode. So we're keeping money going to Scooby-Doo loving artists. On top of that, when something hits the cutting room floor, we sweep it up. We, uh, we gather it together. We put a little glue on it and we glue it to the scalp of our Patreon account to make a a flowing head of content hair um, just for you, dear listeners. Evan, you're giving me a look as if you just said remiss. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really uncertain about that bit I just did? Because I can tell you, as with Remiss, I did it perfectly. Yeah, are, are you remiss to say that? <laughs> I wish that was a miss. I should have missed that. 
Miss me with that unfunny shiz. Oh, boy. Uh, that's... Uh, but donate to us on Patreon. It would mean a lot. You will probably get extra content. You definitely will sooner or later. Patreon.com slash ScoobyDudes. The people who donate to us get a big shout-out the first time and every single week after that. Don't believe me? Listen to us say their names right now. Yeah. Other than that... Um, oh, by the way, that was a really special episode of Scooby-Doo... Scooby-Dudes, we're going to have an even more special episode coming up for you very, very soon. Any day now. Any, any day. Any moment now. And one last thing. Uh, Evan, normally I say something to you before the podcast ends, but this is a Q&A episode between you and me. Mm-hmm. Let me let me ask you this question. Okay, shoot. Do you love me? Am I playing those love games? Not. I'm not making an old Greg reference here, Evan. I'm asking no, no, a sincere no, question. Uh, no, what do else? You what love else? Me? Um, no. We've got the funk. That's that's also like a thing from. What that. do you? No, as brotherly. I, I mean, I got anything. Do you have affection and uh, appreciation for me? Uh, I pressed stop a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs>